Hello there, welcome back to Let's Talk Tottenham and boy oh boy oh boy what a terrible result this was against Wolves. I mean, Wolves are a good team, yes, but it's the way we lost. I mean, 2-1 up at half time, uh, that's the, the, the bad part about it and the goals we conceded and the manner we conceded them and, and chances as well is just unacceptable really, there's no defence at all. And defence starts on the front. So there's no pressure on the defenders. Midfielder then too far away from the defence. Uh, and it's just carbon that's wide open. And then individual mistakes are just costing us. So I think last week is, uh, is our season still over. I think unless we win this FA Cup by some miracle or a Champions League by an even bigger miracle, then yes it is after this. Because I can't see top four coming in. Uh, we're just not good enough. Uh, so yeah, talk about this game. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not going to be pretty, but anyway, let's talk Tottenham. So first things first, the game. Uh, it's a strange lineup. Obviously, Lovis was out because he was injured, groin strain, so you can't help that. But the defence, the, the chopping and changing of the defence and changing it around, changing the formation. It, it, you know, a team that's struggling need that constant like back line there for communication and, and just to get used to playing as a defensive unit with each other. So, you know, out of here, best defender in, in our squad, out. You know, Dyer, whose illness and injury has completely destroyed his form, it seems, in. Tanganga, who... He's making mistakes now and, and, you know, honeymoon's over for him. But he will make mistakes and you've got to accept that. But some of the mistakes we're making are just absolutely terrible and, and him in particular in this game. So he needs to just go back to basics. You know, I have a go at Ali, I think quite rightly so. So it's only right really that I point out Tanganga's mistakes, which I will do and, and say he needs to sharpen up in that respect. But the, the difference between the two is Ali has been... At the top level, if you consider us a top level for quite a while, where Tanganga's just coming in, so Ali should lead by example. But you know, his errors cost us scoring goals. Uh, Tanganga's are costing us conceding goals. So you know, you, you got to be fair, and and Tanganga isn't good enough at this moment in time. Uh, but he is young, so he will learn from these mistakes, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, and then you know, chasing the game at the end, <laughs> chasing the game at the end, and he brings Troy Power on for three minutes. Like it's just a, just an insult, for God's sake. Like chasing the game, you need a striker on. You know, he's a striker. He's going to move in the way that striker does. Run the channels, you know, try and hold it up, which our players aren't doing at the moment. Although having said that, in this game we did look like scoring, which uh, you know. After the Leipzig and Chelsea games, I couldn't see where that was coming from. But, you know, it's the defence that we seem to have forgotten what it is to defend. You know, in case any of the Spurs players decide to listen to this podcast, I'll put the uh, definition up on the uh, episode title for them in, in the hope that they might understand those words. There's a few long words there, so they might uh, struggle with it. But we seem to have completely forgot how to defend. 
I mean, in this game, certainly with a goal, certainly the second one, Traore had 10 metres around him where no one was when he received the ball halfway inside our half. And, you know, and then Undombele is jogging back. You've got to put some fucking effort in. There's no effort at all apart from one or two players. But he started right from the start. Gazaniga, poor clearance. And, and you know, Wolves then have a chance, which then gets a corner. We luckily gets out for corner. But the corner was a hurried clearance, nervous clearance, just up in the air. And, you know, it sets a stall there for the game. Like, Wolves can see, OK, they're struggling here. We can get something from this game. It's just, you know, calm the fuck down. Calm down. Get the ball on the floor. Pass the ball. Don't mess about with it. Don't make stupid mistakes. Don't give the ball to the keeper where he's going to be rushed for a clearance. And it's just, you know. And, and we look so nervous defending crosses. Like, I, I can't believe that Chelsea didn't put more of in when they had Giroud there, but based on our performance against Villa where every cross seemed to look like they were going to score a goal. I can't believe that, you know, I know Chelsea won, so it doesn't really make a difference now. But unbelievable how the defence has gone from one of the best in the league to absolute shambles now. But after that, we then score a goal, which, unbelievably, it was a good move as well. Lots of movement. I was critical of the team against Chelsea. There's no movement apart from Lamella, 88 minutes with the goal was the first time that anyone moved off the ball in front of the person who had the ball. This one was good, sharp movement. Lots of people in the box as well. So you're always going to, you know, have a chance of scoring if you're flooding the box with players and getting people in there because it could go to anybody. Uh, Ali should have scored, but it was good anticipation from Bergwijn, good cross from uh, Aurier, which causing causing problems. Uh, but the good thing with that, and, and in this game in general going forward, Ali was getting into those spaces in, in the box. It's getting into those dangerous areas, ghosting into the box, getting chances, which is where he's at his best. I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think he's better off the ball than he is on the ball. By that I mean the you know his runs that he makes. I think he's better at that, and, and it looked like he was playing in the position that suited him in this. Just whether he was a striker or the player who was acting as a striker or just behind as a number ten, but he was getting in the box. I was ahead of him in the second half. He should have scored that. He was unlucky there. But again, to get that chance, it was a good run, and it was a good pick out by Davies in that respect. But it was a good run, and that's what he's, he did in this game. He, you know, That's how Ali is going to make the difference. Ali isn't going to make a difference and a positive difference for us by trying to string games together like Ericsson used to do, because he's not a good enough passer to do that. But, you know, now with uh, Lo Celso there, who seems to be playing at Ericsson role and, and, you know, quite well and, and stringing passes together, spreading it out wide, uh, if he makes the runs, certainly when you've got Alderville playing, He'll be found. Um, but then, straight after we score that, it's then we give Wolves a shot. You know, Davey's not close to Troyore, letting him have 10 metres like, without anyone near him. And then Troyore, as you know, as anyone knows in football who's watched the Premier League, is lightning quick. You don't give him a head start and a, you know, a bit of a boost, like go on, run into space. And then they get, you know, then it goes out to someone on the edge of the box. And there's no one within 10 metres of him. Let let him have a shot and then it just goes over. But again, there's no desire there, no effort to track people down, 
close people down, you know, put your bodies on the line. It's just criminal. Like, what the hell has happened to this team? Either the Champions League loss, final loss, has really, really hurt them there. It's their mentality has taken an absolute beating there. And even Mourinho can't turn that around. Or they weren't that good to start with and Pochettino did a miracle of a job by getting them to where he did. Talk about Pochettino a bit later on. I want to talk about that. Uh, but then after this, sorry, that's my phone. Ignore that. I'll put it on silent. Uh, then Wolves score and equalise. Not long after we we've scored. Yeah, a one-two for them. But it, it was made easy by that. I think it was Undombele, but I could be wrong there. So I'm not going to chastise that little players in that position. Just the player who it was has dived in. Like, if you're going to dive in like that, you have to get the ball. You have to get the ball because now he's completely out. But if, if that player then um, gets in the box, it, it was Jota, so he didn't because it was Doherty that scored. But dives in, Tanganga then. The cross comes in, he beats his man too easily. Aurier, although it was pace, so maybe I'm being a bit harsh on Aurier there. Uh, but he gets the cross in, Tanganga then panics and just... I don't even know what he's what he's done. Like, but maybe he saw Dyer try and clear it. Dyer missed it, and then it's put him off a little bit. But even so, just get rid of the fucking thing. It's not difficult. You know, he's panicked. And then what I can't understand, and, and I think is absolutely shocking, it's fallen to Doherty, but he hasn't hit it straight away. He's let it bounce and then scored. He's got like about two seconds there where the keeper just stands there. You've got Dyer looking at it, Tanganga looking at it, Davies looking at it, Winks just in front of him looking at it. Close him the fuck down. Close him down. And I apologise for the language in this episode, but I am quite angry still, even though it's a couple of days, a day after. It's just absolute shambolic. Uh, no one closes him down. It's like a game of Sabutio, if anyone is old enough to remember that game. Like, absolutely static and just no desire to close him down or anything. And then, you know, more headers, conceding free, goal, free headers. But, I mean, going forward, we did look dangerous. And I think it's possibly a counter-attack game. We matched them up, I think, formation, formation. So we had three at the back and the wing-backs were head-to-head -head with their wing-backs. Uh, but that's hindered us as well because Wolves are a good counter-attacking team. <laughs> They've got Jota, who's one of the form players in, in the Premier League, certainly maybe even Europe at this moment in time. Jimenez is always a, a danger. And Traore, who's so fast, it's unbelievable, and has now, this season certainly, added a final ball and an end product to his game. Which he was said even when he was at Middlesbrough, it was said that if he can add the end product to his game, he's going to be one hell of a player. And, and look at him now. But you know, but despite all these problems, we end up in half time ahead. <laughs> you know, and you're, you're you're thinking it's it's a team we want to go for top four, who are in the Champions League, should be able to see a game out. You've got Mourinho there, who, who's a master, certainly not maybe not anymore, but a master. Of, of seeing games out, well, obviously you need a defence there and the fact that we haven't got one hinders that, uh, that approach quite drastically. But the, <clears throat> the goal, you know, we had Lo Celso good uh, 
side to side ball out to Davies, Ali overhead. Ali finished with an overhead kick. He didn't catch it quite well, but he was in the box again. Yeah. And, and what do they say about strikers and everything like that? Uh, it's like the time to worry is when you're not getting chances. In the previous games, he hasn't really done anything. Like Chelsea, he was an anonymous, but you could argue, apart from Lamella, maybe everyone was. So can't really blame Ali solely for the Chelsea game. But point being, he hasn't really had any shots. He hasn't really been getting in the box. He hasn't really been doing much. Whereas this game, he was getting in the box and he could have had a hat trick. So the time to worry is when you're not getting those chances. Yeah, and and you know when you're in the box and and you're making those runs, it, it it's amazing the times that the ball loose ball ricochets fall to you. So he's had an overhead kick. It shows that it does show, which is good as well, that his confidence hasn't waned despite not playing well. In my opinion, anyway, his confidence still hasn't waned, so he's still willing to try those things. But I think if you can play a system. Oh, it's slightly tricky now without a few players injured, Kane and Son. But if you can play him in that position like he played against Wolves, you'll get the best out of him, I'm convinced. But he's running on, on to loose things. He's running into the box late. And you'll get chances like this because he is a good finisher. Uh, like sideways balls, long balls, piercing balls, he's not very good at. But the goal, it was a lovely pass to Aurea. It was only like 10 metres, but I've said in previous months. He can't pass five metres at this moment in time. So it was a perfect ball to him, right in Aurier's path. He didn't have to check his stride or anything. And it gave him the opportunity to either carry on running, pass the uh, defender on the outside, put a cross in, or, like he did, lovely uh, check inside and a lovely finish. Um, and, yeah, it was a lovely, lovely finish. And another free-flowing move with players making runs. Aurier this time running past Ali, who had the ball which, again, in the Chelsea game, we didn't see at all. Uh, and then, yeah, and then you think, OK, 2-1 up, goal just before half-time, knock the stuffing out of walls a little bit, give yourself a bit of a, a boost going into half-time. So let's see what we can do. Let's, you know, next goal, if we can get the next goal, two-goal cushion, you know, hopefully we can see the game out. But as we know, it's gone wrong again. Uh, so, how wonderful, and our season potentially. So, that's the first half out of the way. Uh, <laughs> in comparison to the second half, it was a fairly good half, fairly positive half. So we'll take a break there, uh, sight myself up for the damning second half and the absolute shambles that our team was. So, back in a bit. And we're back. So we end up 2-1 at half-time, fairly positive at half-time that the game would go our way, which, you know, a couple of minutes in, there's a free hit, they get a free kick, free header from the free kick, again, just goes over from Jota. And all that good that the goal did just before half-time, you know, should calm us down, you know, the message should have just been, Keep the ball, calm it down, and then go uh, for five minutes and then go and get a, a third goal. And then straight off, we can see the fucking header from a free kick. A completely free header, no one even challenging him. Ugh. Just an absolute shame. Like 
I've said Sanchez is, is a quality player, and I do believe that, but I do think he needs the old head near him, next to him, to tell it, you know, in a very similar way to how Michael Dawson needed either Woodgate or King near him to show him, like, which line to take, when to step up, when to step back, and, and, and all of that business. Sanchez, I see very much in that mould, so needs Alderweireld or Vertonghen near him. Dyer, I, I do like Dyer, he's very versatile, but I think he's not good enough at this level anymore because, unfortunately, that injury and the, the illness completely wiped him out. So he's not the old head and the experienced head that Sanchez needs. You know, he, he, he's, he's lost a lot of pace. Tanganga as well is too young, too inexperienced. He needs, you know, an older head even more than Sanchez. So it was a really, really inexperienced defence. And, you know, with Gazaniga behind, who looked nervous from the first couple of minutes with that dodgy kick, which gifted Wolves a chance. Like, it's just a really inexperienced uh, team. I, I do worry, and I saw, I saw a tweet from someone, which I do think this is true, and he said... Mourinho is putting all of his eggs pretty much in the FA Cup, so he's resting those players for the FA Cup game so that he can say, if we do win it, that he's won a trophy and leave us in a mess. So, apart from that last sentence, I think that's absolutely spot on. He's saving those players for the FA Cup and putting all of his eggs in that basket. Leaving us in a mess, I, I think that's harsh to to say that at this time, and he's, hardly, he's only been here since November. And that's what he did to Man United. But he says he's changed, so we'll see. What what we need to do, I, I think certainly, and I will be doing this, is giving him the benefit of the doubt and see what happens in the summer and next season. Like There has to be a big, big shift out and a big change this summer. We'll get to that after the game. Uh, but I think he's putting all of his eggs in that FA Cup. So, someone also said... Uh, would it be beneficial if we had a year out of Europe? I think very possibly. You look at Leicester in their title winning season, Chelsea the season after, none of them were in Europe. We were able to keep fielding fresh players. But we can only afford one season and it has to be next season. Because if we're not in the Champions League the season after, people like Kane, Son, getting on a bit now, they'll leave. And without being in Europe, you can't uh, replace them with quality that that level of quality although would you be able to replace Kane with the same level of quality being that he's potentially the best striker in the world Not, no but you know we won't get anywhere near his level if we're not in Champions League uh, so yes maybe a season out I, th I do think Kane will stay because he's been injured I think he'll give Mourinho a full season Son I think as well I think the season after, if we're not in Europe or really progressing somewhere, winning stuff, I think we could be in big trouble there. But anyway, let's get back to the game. So after that free header, Ali had the header I mentioned about earlier. It was a lovely ball from Davies, lovely run from from Ali, and he's completely free. He's timed his run brilliantly, and he's just headed it wide, keeper booted. That's an, you know a foot inside where it was. It's a goal, three-one. But, you know, he should have scored, yes, but it was a brilliant run and it's what he should be doing and it's what Mourinho should, how Mourinho should be playing him. And you've seen in this game, you get the benefits of that with him getting chances and ghosting in a, 
unmarked. Uh, but then the equaliser happens, and it's just, I mean, where to begin? Uh, you know, gets the ball, the pass is to him, like, it, it's 15, 20 yards to him, no one anywhere near him. Where is Ndombele? Where is Winks? You know? It, yes, the defence has been absolutely shambolic and awful, but there's no help from the midfield there. I mean, we really miss Sissoko in that, that area. And Anna Wanyama, someone who would, you know, and Dyer in his, in his heyday, someone who would just, you know, kick someone in the air, I'm here, deal with it. You know? And we certainly haven't got a leader in there. I, do, I like Winks, tenacious, but I don't think he's really much of a tackler. Certainly not that defensive midfielder, so and that's where he's being played. But like, so his position isn't going to be there. But like, the the, the gap that Traore had, and this is a guy who gets the ball, then gets on his bike, and you can't catch him. You've got to have someone near him, surely. Tanganga tries to foul him, which you know, take one for the team. But like, he's so strong, Traore that he gets knocked over sideways, but he still stays on his feet and gets up and gets to the ball first. But then no one challenges him. They're all backing off, backing off, backing off. Easy ball outside, you know. Yeah. No one blocking the cross, no one even attempting to. Gazni, instead of going with his hand, goes with his feet. No idea why. You know, go with your hand and fall on the ball. Stop it going anywhere. And then it's an easy tapping for Jota, who always just let run past him. And it's just... I mean... I've talked through the goal. I have no idea how many, but I'd say at least half a dozen bloody mistakes in that one move of about 10 seconds. Absolutely... Yeah. I mean... I said last week, you know, Arsenal fan, you know, Spurs fans might laugh at Arsenal fans that Pepe's been a flop, but Undumbele has been even worse. At least Pepe actually plays games and can last a game. And to put it into perspective, like people have been mentioning, Andre Gomez finished his last game with his foot pretty much hanging off. Three months later, he plays 81 minutes. Undumbele looks absolutely shattered after 20, and yet he's £65 million worth of player. Yes. He looks brilliant when he gets the ball and drifts past people. But you, you look at the, the... It was a chance right at the end for Jimenez. He's jogging. This goal here, he's jogging. You know, the, the third goal, I've no idea where he is, but I could have a hazard a guess that he's jogging. And there's no effort there. Uh, if he is that tired, go for fucking runs or do something to boost your fitness up. You can't be carrying passengers. And like I've said, Wolves are a good, good team. Got a brilliant manager there, brilliant squad, brilliant mentality. To, that They never give up. you know, And they're where they deserve to be, which is above us and challenging for that fourth place. And, and fifth place, potentially, if this Man City uh, ban stays through. But like, you know, yeah, Hundon, but... I mean, I'd drop him, but who for? I mean, that's the question, isn't it? Lamella. Although he'd have been rested, I'm pretty sure. If he Was he playing? I'm not sure he was. He'd have been rested for this FA Cup. So I think he'll play the strongest team in this FA Cup and then say about the league, fuck that, league's over. Even though fifth could get you into the Champions League. But 
I just don't see where the wins are coming from now. And then the third goal, I mean, I thought the second goal was bad, but Christ almighty. Yeah. And it all starts going forward. I can't. I don't know who it was in the box, whether it was Ali or Morvo or, or someone else, but like, Davies tries to cross it to one player with three Wolves players near him. Right, okay, that, that's fine. You're trying to score a goal, that's good. But, like, <laughs> the play to the percentages, wait for some help. Like, it's three, three against one in there. So he, he tries to do that, you know, and then he's not tracked back. No one's covering him. We're completely open. Completely open. Uh, Shota does some good skill, yes. Gets past Mori, yes. But then, you know, Aurea then tries a flick of the leg to take him out. But a flick of the leg, to, you know, take him out. If you're going to take him out, one for the team, you take him out. You don't dangle a leg there and, and ponce about, you know, flapping your leg about. Take him out. Now, he wasn't on a booking. He didn't get booked all game, Aurea. You know, and then no one puts a single challenge on him. They're all running away, running away, running away for about 40 yards. Like, engage him, engage him, try and make a tackle, try and make him do something. You know, letting him run 40 yards in a straight line is not doing anything. But, you know, at least get to him and then show him wide. He can't put a, a five yard through pass if he's wide. But, you know, they were showing him inside, showing him inside, possibly to show him into traffic. But, you know, there's no midfielders running back. Aurier's, uh, uh, Ndombele's jogging. God knows where Winks is. You know, Aurier's dangled his foot in his no-man's land. Davies is knackered from going up the ball to try and cross it to, you know, one player out, you know, marked by a pack. Yeah, and then... Yeah, Tanganga slips. That's unlucky after the through ball. That's unlucky. But he sold himself. And, and you know, in a very similar way to um Aurier's goal, Jimenez checked inside, but he, he sold himself, Tanganga. He's already gone forward thinking that he's going to go on the outside. And then he slipped. And it's a good finish, yes, but like I mean you could argue with Aurier's goal from Wolf's point of view, it wasn't very good defending because he sold himself as well. And I said that was a good goal and a lovely finish. So I've got to say the same thing. It's a lovely finish by Jimenez. No chance for Gazaniga. And it's good skill to get inside and nip inside. But both of the defenders, Wolves defender and Tanganga, have, have, have sold themselves. Um, but like I said, he's been poor the last few games, very poor. And he's looked really nervous. But then I don't think that helps when, you know, he's chopping and changing the defence. It's a different partner every game. Is he playing on the left? Is he playing on the right? Is he playing in the centre? You know, young players especially need that position to stay where they are. Look at someone like a Walcott or Alan Lennon when he was with us. Uh, not Alan Lennon, sorry. I'll scrap that. Walcott. Walcott started as a striker, then he played out wide. So he, he's never, ever had that one position to call his own. Where you look at someone like Kane, who's only ever played as a striker. So that's where he plays. That's what he trains in every day. And then you learn your craft. You know, if you're, if you're constantly changing positions, you never learn your 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 position. So Tanganga's left back, right back, and then central defence. You know, and like I said, he needs the help and, and the, the 
advice of, a, of an old stalwart like a out of build of a Tongan, but you know, they're always chopping and changing. But having said that, when the ball comes to you, you can kick it and kick it away. Yeah. It's lost the art now. It's all like sexy football, all of this stuff like like Pep, you know. Oh, it's all lovely playing the passes and passing out from the back and everything like that. Sometimes it's better to just boot it out if you're not sure. You're struggling for, for form. You're struggling team to keep defence and keep goal, clean sheets. Get rid of it. Don't piss about with it. Don't mess about with it. Don't try and be clever. Just get rid of it. And he's got to go back to basics, Tanganga. Because he certainly in this game, he was a liability defensively, but then so was it all of that defence. But certainly with him, two of the goals were his fault. So he's really got to, you know, step up there. And at Liverpool, he was superb. He was absolutely superb against Liverpool. But that was his first game. He didn't want to make a mistake, so he didn't piss about and he didn't do anything clever or anything like that. He, he was just solid and dependable. He's got to get back to that. In the same way that Ali's got to get back to what he was good at, and I've been critical of him, which in this game he did, Tanganga's got to get back to what he's good at, which is just defending. Um, and then, right at the end after that, you know, struggling, conceded the goal, losing the game. Nieto, good skill again to keep the ball and go down the wing. But Winks is the only one trying to put a tackle in. He's the only one harrying in, trying to put a tackle in. Everyone else just stands there. Yeah. Yeah. Tank, uh, uh, Ndombele again, just drifting along, jogging about, like, you know, he's warming down after a marathon. Yeah. You're only on the pitch 16 minutes. Uh, yeah. And then everyone else stands off. Jimenez gets the ball, able to shoot, go, going across the line of the 18 yard box. And then, you know, it's the midfield that are not helping the defence. The, you know, they're too far forward. Too far away, not tracking back, not putting effort in. And then there's a massive gap for attackers to stand in between our midfield and our defence. And if the ball gets to them, the midfield are gone because they're not tracking back and they're just jogging back. And then it's that attacker and the uh, the other attackers against our defence. So where's our pressing game gone? There's no effort, no desire or anything. It's just an absolute shambles. Yeah. Oh, the, you know, the pressing was non-existent on their chances. And, you know, I, I said yesterday after the game because I was really angry. Apart from Kane, Son and Lo Celso, the re- and maybe Lamella, the rest can bugger off in the summer and be replaced. If that's their effort. If that's the level of their effort, just jogging about and not even caring. Bringing someone, players who have a bit of a mentality to actually win a game, let alone trophies. You know, and then... And, and, you know, Play Parrot, we're, we're struggling for a focal point up top, although we did create chances in this game. But, you know, no one knows who the striker is, so I think all the midfielders are just, uh, you know, the front four for just staying up there and not tracking back, you know. For the, you know, the third goal, you know, where Davies was caught out of position and all the, you know, dangling feet around, Whoever's wide there, Bergvine and Morva, are not tracking back. Like Morva gets done and then just jogs back and then leaves it. I think maybe he thinks he's up front or Ali's, and Ali thinks he's up front and Bergvine thinks he's up front. Stick power on, then everyone knows he's up front. Then the wide players can do their tracking back. Don't give him four bloody minutes. 
That's an absolute insult, that is. We're chasing the game. Give him 20. But, you know, he won't play in, in Norwich in the FA Cup because I think the person on Twitter is absolutely spot on that Jose is putting all of his eggs in that basket so he's going to play the strongest team he can, which power doesn't feature in that strongest team. So I don't see him playing, but like, see what he can do for a full game. Give him some chances like we created here for Ali and, and, and other people. I mean, the, the goal by Bergwijn was good anticipation for him and, and, you know, that the ball would come loose and he's got his just rewards there with a the goal because it's fallen down to him. But, look, you know, see what Pavard can do. And then for, for the rest of the season, choose your defence. You know, either choose three at the back or two at the back in central defence I'm talking about here and stick with those. If you want three at the back, stick Dyer in central midfield, you know, and then that way you can do what Pochettino did and he can be the third defender when we don't have the ball. You know. But you know, swap chopping and chain. It was all, it was fine when Pochettino in, in our good years was chopping and chaining because we were a team on form and we had midfield who would, regardless of who those defenders were, track back and, and, and make it difficult to be broken down. Whereas now we're completely open. But it's also the defence who need to be telling those midfielders, get the fuck back. Get back, help us. Don't go too far forward. Track back and run back, sprint back, don't jog. But, yeah, it's difficult to see where the next win is coming from here. And, and I mean, I, either, like I said, that the, the Champions League final has really done a number on them. Or Pochettino was an absolute miracle worker by getting these players, which look a bang average at this moment in time. Yes, we've got injuries, but like, you know, Kane and Son aren't causing those stupid errors at the back. Yes, true, you defend from the front, so Kane would press, that would uh, get everyone else to press as a team, similar to how Liverpool do, but that's not causing the, the, the midfielders to jog back. So how, you know, Pochettino got the best out of those players. So Pochettino's reign is over now. Whether he comes back or not, I don't know. But his run is over now. But you can never deny, no one can ever deny that it was a success. Yes, we didn't win a trophy, which is criminal based on the team that we had. But it was a success in the sense that he improved us and he progressed us. We, you know, we were nowhere. We were trying to get fourth usually finishing fifth or lower, and he got us regularly in that top four space. So, yes, we didn't win a trophy, but it was a success. Was I happy that we didn't win a trophy? Absolutely not. We should have won a trophy. We should have won the league. That season that we lost to Chelsea, our best season that we've had in the league, was the time to strengthen. That's Levy's fault. Potentially Podge's fault if he uh, didn't press Pod, uh, Levy for it enough. And, you know... I've said, you know, it'd be nice to win the FA Cup, but we were after leagues there. And, and the Champions League final, you know, you're there to win a trophy. You're not there to be second best and make up the numbers. But will it be a good season if uh, we win the FA Cup with Mourinho? Yes, it will, based on where we are in the league. And at least then we've won a trophy. And then hopefully that can breed the confidence that we can... Um, win some more and have a good go in the league but there needs to be a real big summer uh, change here 
players going out, players coming in, and quality replacements with the dead wood going out. Because a lot of the players are not good enough. Kane, Son, fantastic. They're our best two players, certainly going forward. Uh, but, you know, there, there was one person on Twitter today, whether he was one of these ones slagged him off, I'm not sure. I, I don't know, so I don't want to say he is or not, but I would imagine a lot of the people slagging Ericsson off are the ones now realising, actually, we played a lot better when he was there. People knew that they could make a run, they'd be found, and knew that he could string a game together. Uh, Celso could be that player, but he's not quite yet. Yeah, we, and, and, you know, with Sun out and Kane out, that's two players who normally do the running that aren't there to do the running. And we've got two players now up front who don't know who's the striker and who's not. So we need a, a big, big summer here. Needs Levy to spend money. Willie. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Does Duncan Goodhue have a full head of hair? Absolutely not. So will Levy spend money? It's probably the same answer. But if Levy wants us to compete... You've got a quality manager there that's paying £15 million a year. If he wants us to compete, he's going to have to, isn't he? Mourinho is going to have to say, that player, that player, that player, that player, out. They have to be out. Not for the top dollar that you want, Levy. Get him out and then spend some money. Uh, I could go on and on and on and on and on about this, about how bad it is, but... I mean... You guys have been watching the games as well. You know as well as I do how bad it is. So I'll leave it there. That's my what needs to happen. A big summer needs to happen. This season is a write-off in terms of the league. If we get fifth or fourth, it's a miracle. Um, we've got a tough run in. Um, not keeping clean sheets don't look like it at all. So I can't see where the next win is coming from. So the FA Cup is our, our only salvation, I think. I mean, the Champions League against Leipzig, they battered us at, at our place. And after this, I, I can see them battering us again and it being a real humbling one. Hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, but I think the FA Cup, will play a strong team and look to win that. But yeah, so this season's arrived. I'm not going to watch that Amazon documentary. Absolute shambles, absolute bollocks. Just money, money, money from Levy. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. And then this summer, actually put your money where your mouth is. Actually do your job. Either get a, 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 a director of football into work with Mourinho. You don't have any say in transfers at all. Unless the money's not right. But you let the director of football handle it with Mourinho. You don't get involved. You can negotiate if you want. The contracts, but that's it. But even then, that's the director of football's job. And then you, know, you let Mourinho have his team the next season. And then hopefully we can do something. <laughs> After that little rant, that's about it for this episode. So an absolutely shocking result. Good first half in parts. Terrible defence all game. Terrible midfield tracking back and desire from the entire team all game and for the last little while big changes needed uh, got the Norwich FA Cup game on Wednesday which I expect to play a massively strong team Burnley away in the league on the on the weekend I mean that is going to be 
tricky to say the least. They're keeping clean sheets, they look really solid and they're getting chances as well. So I always try and be positive, but like it's very, very difficult at this moment in time. I can't see where the wins are coming from, certainly in the league. I can't see that one being any different. Then we've got Leipzig the week after, which I've got a real worry there that they'll sense blood there and just absolutely batter us. We have to score there, so in some ways we're going to be purposely opened because we're going to have to try and score a goal. I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, we'd love to be proved wrong and get three wins out of three in the next game. Uh, but, you know, it's all someone saying we should boycott games and stuff like that. It's just absolute bollocks, that. But, you know, if you boycott games, all the people who can't get tickets because there's too many season ticket holders will just go to the games and it won't be boycotted at all. You know, you support the team. We've had some wonderful years under Pochettino. You know, we've had some wonderful years. You support your team through thick and thin. You don't just turn your back on the team when it goes bad. I'll still be going to games. I'll still be watching games. It's all fair, it's all fine to get pissed off and cheesed off when it's not going well, but you still support the team. So to boycott games, absolute shambles. So I think that's completely wrong. Uh, but I'll still be supporting the team and watching the games and cheering them on. So let's try and end on a positive note. Let's get into the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Uh, get our lead season back on track with a good win against Burnley, which it will be, and then see if we can overturn a deficit in the Champions League and then get our season back on track and have a good end to it. Uh, one more thing, Kane looks like he might be coming back in early April, which is good, obviously, for the obvious, but bad because he's just going to be rushing his way back to get fit for the Euros. And then without a striker, which I don't think we'll sign in the summer, He's just going to end up in this situation again where he's injured and then just putting too much pressure on it. Um, so that's why it's important to play power as well because then we do have a second striker to take the workload, the, the load off him a little bit. But whether he'll play him, I'm not sure. I'd love to see him have a, yeah, have a bit of a run in the team just to see what he can do. And then yeah, I don't see what the the downside is. But anyway. That's neither here nor there for the moment. Let's see what happens against Norwich. Uh, let's get a win in that one. Get some confidence back. Clean sheet wouldn't go amiss. Uh, and then get further in the cups. So come on, you Spurs.